Welcome to Boiling Point, the podcast to motivate ever-evolving entrepreneurs and forward-thinking movement pioneers. Our hosts, filmmaker Greg Hemmings and executive coach Dave Vale, are turning up to heat in the world's business communities. Our interviews with entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers are raising the temperature of inspiration. Live from the hottest studio in this quadrant of the universe, here are Dave and Greg. Okay, Dave, here we go. Welcome. Thank you for inviting me <laughs> to be part of your podcast. No, 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 no Dave, I knew you were going to go there again. <laughs> this is not my podcast. I just happened to uh, welcome me all the time. Yeah, and I just happen to always be here before you. <laughs> and, and we've got uh, we've got two uh, two of our engineers popping in, experiments. So um, Guyam's going to Skype in, and if you're listening right now, buddy, you Skype in anytime you want. I know you probably want to go grab a glass of water or something first, but Dave and I are going to start this podcast without you, buddy. So that's good. So Dave, oh, hey, we got a viewer, Lois Vincent. Hi, Lois. Hello, Lois. <laughs> so this, this is going to be a fun dynamic, Dave, yeah. as, as we do this. So, Dave. Well, um, we've got another one just <laughs> in, folks. It's a story. <laughs> so our guest today, yes. when he Skypes in, yes. is uh, my, my good friend, uh, Guillaume de Vesvrote from I, France. And is that the from, connect, correct pronunciation? Well, I've known uh, Guillaume for a very long time. I, start, I met him, actually, for the first He's a B Corp out of France. Met him in France at the not in France, sorry, in uh, San Francisco at the Best for the World Awards, which is a really cool B Corp award show type of thing. Uh, we became buds there, and then uh, recently we're in Detroit together at Sustainable Brands, and he's doing some really cool things. He's uh, just a cool cat, and there's not a ton of B Corps in France yet, so he's kind of hmm. leading. And, that and, and why is that? Well, we're gonna have to ask him. Okay, figure that out because All right. it, you know it, it is it's a growing movement, uh, mm -hmm. if, if you will. So in the meantime, Dave, why don't I haven't seen you since last time? All right, last time we did this. So what's what's <clears throat> been your updates? This, you you're like we're like we're totally free flow, eh? Free flow. Oh, I love it. Uh, what are the updates? Oh, I was just telling you about a family vacation. We uh, we got away for a few days. That's why I have this uh, red tan. Um, and we got back and. Uh, I have this old jet ski that finally got out of the shop. Oh, I noticed, the jet ah, ski. And I saw a picture that you launched about finally as well, and your hands are I, looking I, I like was, you did. I was wondering if you're going to ask me about my blue hands, Dave. <laughs> so this blue, blue, and unfortunately it's the middle finger. Yeah, I didn't of course, mean it that way. Of course, but and you're the, pointing it at me. <laughs> the blue that's all over me, including in my ears, is toxic hull paint. So this is the stuff that keeps barnacles and any other living thing away from the bottom of your boat. So here I am just like painting this whole thing, slathering this toxic stuff out. I didn't realize it was toxic. And after I was done the job, I look at the paint can and it says, highly recommended to wear full piece like nuclear suit. Do not let this stuff touch your skin. Do not inhale. You need to wear one of those oxygen masks. I didn't do any of that, Dave. I came in covered with blue paint. The only thing I could do to get it off, take a guess. A turpentine. Gasoline. Come on. Didn't have any turpentine. I couldn't scrub it off. I was just scrubbing. Scrub. Oh, man. So, <laughs> Jeez. Yeah, so, You're, anyway. You live dangerously, man. <laughs> so, like, this, yeah, it's exciting, though. But it's, but you, re you read that after. Of course. And that, <laughs> uh, is, is there perhaps an entrepreneurial lesson to be learned there, Dave? I don't know. Oh, it's the free spirit you have, my friend. <laughs> well, so, so how uh, are we doing here with our – so, yeah, so I, so I had a great – 
vacation. It was really good. And and um and we're actually we have a we mentioned this in another previous podcast. But we have a view out the window. It's an interesting view. Yep. Um, but but what I'm seeing is sunshine, and I'm just loving the fact that we got summer in the in Atlantic Canada. And well, it's just and it's been a little late to be fair. It's been late, and, and it's been a little chilly too so yeah, far in this part of the cold, world. So it's so nice. So how are we making out with? Are well, we trying, we're trying to Skype. I'm I'm skyping him in right okay. now. Awesome. And and you know, the other thing about that though, Dave, it's been such a busy June and July that you know I I really want summer to come in August and launching that boat mm. is what did it mm-hmm. for me and mm-hmm. for you the mm-hmm. uh, the old 1970s sea dew yes that you've got I, and, and what happens when you have a 1970s sea dew <laughs> what's that is exactly this when a part breaks there's not many of them around. <laughs> So we had a challenge finding part like an impeller, and the reason we need an impeller is uh, I don't even want to go there. <laughs> well, we're gonna have to tell that story on the on the next one because your sea dew makes me laugh. So much. <laughs> well, it's the it's the latest in the saga of my my. I'm just and I'm so um, incredibly unmechanical if there's a if that's such a word like i am like the worst and so but the guy this guy his actually his name is guy who uh who who's got a shop over west side uh, southern marine um you know was patient and got it out and, and it, it was it'd been running and i went on a little date with my daughter bryn last night we went out and sat on a beach and on long island i'm, and I'm laughing and but i'll have to tell our, our audience why i'm laughing uh, later because <laughs> I just picture you taking your kids on that sea dew and it breaking down. Well, I always, I, I always have my cell phone with me now. Okay, okay and and okay. one time, oh, okay, we'll talk. Okay, about I it. think I've got Guyam on. All right, Guyam, are you there, buddy? Oh, I, I maybe he's not. I see him here, but let, let's let, let, let's see. Check one, two. Guyam, are you there, buddy? Okay, it looks like we may have to use that old school telephone. Mm. Um, we can do that. So. Uh, we're going to make um, one of those long-distance calls across the Atlantic Ocean, um, and and while we t- oh, you know what's great? He's actually watching the feed as we do this, and he <laughs> and he just sent a comment. This the what was fu- what was this comment? I don't know. He's probably saying I can hear you, but you can't hear me. Uh. Let's let's see what he says. He's uh, uh, I don't even know what time it is over there in France. It's probably after after supper right now. So he's saying, I think they're, I think they're eight, eight or nine hours it. ahead of us. So you you tell you tell me a little joke here, Dave, while I call him in. Tell you a little joke. <clears throat> um, I don't have any good jokes, but I mean, I will continue the, the very quickly the SeaDoo conversation. So um, having a cell phone with me at all times is very important. And last summer I had the, C, the cell phone with me. And uh, in my pocket, you know, very, very safe in my pocket, as the jet ski started to go down in the water, <laughs> and I jumped out to swim, to, to drag it into shore, because it was, it was taking on water with my iPhone in my pocket. Destroyed. Destroyed. I just been on rice for a year. It still does not work. Okay. Now, okay, there we go. Look at this. I think we're connected. Uh, Guyam, can you hear us? Yeah. Okay, there you go. Now this is a big experiment today, man. Are, are, listen, are you out in the water? Are you? Yeah, are you out in the water? This is a big experiment. <laughs> you, you don't. You don't imagine uh, how much this is a big experiment because I'm in the, I'm in the south of France, in a car uh, on a parking lot with all my family. So. <laughs> oh, okay. This, this is, is a very, very now, big experiment. Now, now explain. <laughs> tell us. Uh, very nice to meet you, by the way. It's Dave here. 
um, uh, the guy who Greg invites to his podcast once in a while. Um, tell me about your family. Like, how? What are we talking? Like, what kind of, we're just talking about our family. So, just give us a sense of your, you know, the size of your family, and and where, are they all seated listening to this right now? Uh, <laughs> um, I'm with my wife, uh, Candice. Say hello. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Bonjour, 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 bonjour. Comment ça va? Hello, bonjour. Yeah, so uh, you're with my wife, Candice. Uh, she's a French director, textile designer, and jazz singer. Wow. And uh, um, with my four-year-old, Jules, uh, who is just, uh, I don't know, maybe a Casanova or Don Juan for his ages already a lot. But uh, he, he wants to be an astronaut, I think. Uh, I would like to. Fantastic. Well, he, he definitely has a pretty cool dad, I must say, Gilliam. <laughs> oh, that's so kind of you. <laughs> so listen, let's let, let's jump right in it, uh, right into it. I, I was explaining to Dave a little bit about how you and I met at Best for the World and at Sustainable Brands in Detroit. Um, why don't you give Dave a little bit of an introduction about who you are and Pixelus? Okay. Um, I don't hear you well, so please forgive me if I answer beside the, the question. So please ask again the question if you need to. Uh, I think I'm going to talk about why, why we met, actually, because I think that we met at the big corporation retreat uh, uh, in Philadelphia. And um, this is a very important thing for us, B Corp. Uh, uh, I, I don't know if everybody knows what B Corp is. Uh, I think that if people are listening to Greg Emmons, they all know about B Corp. They but, do. Uh, they do. Every. Yeah. <laughs> they do, we don't have to worry about that. We are. We are. Um, we are um, uh, very active in the in the B Corp network because this is a very important thing for us. Actually, we uh, believe strongly that uh, politicians, especially in France and maybe in the United States and in developed countries, actually. Uh, politicians have totally given up and uh, they don't have enough power actually to change things and uh, businesses have the real power because they are made with people uh, very diverse and uh, enthusiastic and uh, energetic people and uh, so when a business is run on the good way it can change a lot uh, a lot more than politicians so this is a very strong belief that we have had for uh, the last 20 years, because Pixelis was born uh, 20 years ago. And uh, with B Corp, we found 2,000 other companies believing the same. So, um, so well, that was about B Corp and about our, our meeting, uh, I think, maybe about a year ago. And in Detroit, I saw another thing. Uh, we, we are a branding agency. We, are, we have 100 employees in Paris and maybe around six or seven in, uh, in San Francisco. Something very important in Detroit in sustainable brands is that huge, big companies need, needed leaders. And uh, I think that the big corporations are these leaders. Uh, they have experimented and created and tried a lot of things. And now they have a lot of methods and uh, things to say to these huge companies. And as a branding agency, we are both that was the beginning of my sentence a few minutes ago um we are both a branding agency and an innovation lab and the branding part is working all day long with global brands on what they have to do and to say to the future and uh the innovation lab part only speaks to startups and some ngos 
And we are at this very moment connecting the, the dots, connecting the, the, two, the two worlds. And the sustainable brands in Detroit, I saw that global brands where I don't, I, I, I'm looking for the English world, but uh, they were really wanting this very strongly. Uh, they don't know how to tackle this. They are all, you know, trying to innovate and try to uh, buy startups and create new green and social products and things like that. But they were not equating and really tackling their their very model. I think that business focus is all about that, you know, tackling your own model to do good. And it's not about just new good products. It's it's about the whole the whole way you're managing your company. So, well, I don't know if I'm clear, but uh, well. No, no, that's that's fabulous. <laughs> I that's, think that's what I learned in Detroit, actually. You're very, very clear. So a question I have for you, um, and I was asking Greg, and he said, well, why don't you ask uh, Guillaume's question, is... is um, I understand that there's not a lot of B Corps in France, and I was curious about why that would be. Um, I think it's, it's actually this is very simple to understand, and it's, it's growing each day. We have 35 B Corps in France. This is led in a very good way by Utopie, which is a consulting firm, a sustainable development consulting firm in France. They are doing a really good job, but on on the one hand, this is quite a, New thing in France, I think it's much newer than in the United States. This is not a really French way to do sustainable business. It's quite new, actually. Historically, you had NGOs on the one side and associations, and on the other side, the bad and evil business, right? And so joining the two of them uh, was not something really obvious for a French managers. The second thing is, well, this is a new, so you need time. In the United States, where it was launched, uh, you have, I think, I think they have about 900 B Corps. It's nearly the half communities in the United States on the, on the American continent. But I think it's because they began in the United States. And the third part is, in France, this is not a legal status. So you, ju- you can't just say, okay, I'm a B Corp. But the full benefit corporation status, or uh, this is not in the law, like in Italy, for example, or in California. So it's much slower. And we are all, at the moment, uh, working with other because to uh, try to, to create the legal status of full benefit in France, which is obviously going to create a lot of new B Corps. And, well, this is also... Uh, because it's new, because it's not in the legal status, and because it wasn't fashionable until now. Actually, this is very good year for for the big corporations. I th- I think that this is the beginning. This year is the beginning because of our new president. I think uh, uh, our, our new government, our new deputies and senators, uh, they have uh, the the political direction they are taking at this very moment is very favorable, very good looking for a. Uh, for uh, it's looking very good for Bicorps. So uh, we just have to wait maybe a year or two, and it's going to be much better. Excellent. Well, and how, what have you experienced personally, like with Pixlist? Like, have you have you noticed um, um, that it, that you know people are responding well to the B Corp status? And is that you know, I mean, because you're really a pioneer in your in your country in in, in France. I think you need, you always need pioneers. It's not. Uh, I, I'm not. I'm not sure about your question, but you always need a first one. You know. And uh, this is always always a question of examples. Uh, after all, uh, the first the, the first really big global corporation which trying to come into the big corporation system is Danone and its branch. 
So I think that it's foolish. You know, you need to see someone else doing this to begin to do it. Yeah, and it's, I'm glad you bring up Danone as well. So, Dave, of course, you know Danone yogurts and, and all those products. They are a massive, massive corporation. Yeah. And they are a B Corp. And they've got corporate yeah. entities all across the world. So to be able to take one of those companies that has so many different corporate uh, like legal entities, of course, as an international company would, to turn that into a B Corp is piecemeal. Like every little country would have to be certified in different ways, and like or every every little uh, uh, corporation. So it it was big news when Danone uh, became a, a B Corp. Same thing yeah. that, that Unilever as well. Unilever is not a B Corp, but they certainly are trying to become B Corp like, and are yeah. really encouraging their smaller companies that they own to become B Corps, like Ben and Jerry's, for uh, example, or or, yeah. he- or Hemmings House, or or yeah. Hemmings House owned by Unilever. <clears throat> Everything I just said there is not true. <laughs> So um, uh, I think that yeah yeah I think that um, actually global brands are very intelligent uh, companies. I well well not when sorry uh, when they are not intelligent or not seeing what what's happening right now in the whole world, uh, you can see things like Sears, for example. Uh, old companies, you know, just they're gonna vanish in a few years. They're not gonna remain alive. <laughs> and in order to survive, they have to tackle things like purpose, like for their employees, for their products, for for the whole world. For they have to tackle their brand utility and become useful to the world if they want to survive. Otherwise, they're gonna be otherized or destroyed by any young guy trying to do better. Um, I think that Unilever has understood that they they depend on so many things. They have to protect it. So, uh, um, so, so uh, I, I think that they are all going to try to become a B Corp in the future. Maybe not by the B Corporation system itself, but they are all trying to tackle this. And the B Corporation thing is a very useful thing because you have so much diversity and so much differences between the companies. I mean, Pixelis is about 100 employees, and we are in the same group as Ben & Jerry's, maybe uh, several thousand employees in the world, and, and maybe 100 countries. And other companies are two or three employees, and they are all in the same dynamic because what's important is doing business better. And uh, it's it, 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 the, first the first time I see a, a real link between very small companies and global huge brands. Guillaume, um, you, you mentioned Sears earlier, and of course, uh, Sears here in Canada has been closing their doors left, right, and center. Yeah. What is it that these old corporations could do to stay relevant? Um, and I, yeah. yeah, yeah, just from your your perspective. Okay, I understood. Uh, I, ha- I have a solution for all of them. Yeah, they have to call Pixelis, actually. <laughs> I like uh, that. The, the Good thing, sales the, pitch. Yeah. The thing is, this is a message to the world. Um, I saw, guys, I, I love Target. Uh, this is a company. I, I really like the way they are imagining things and try to change and trying to tackle their own model and things like that. But I saw them at Sustainable Brands and I was talking about the way they were working a lot with startups. And this was a wonderful thing because they had a lot of new green and social products and they were really reinventing all the offer they had in the in the shops in the stores in the malls and uh, at the end of the conference 
we had a question and they couldn't answer to that. Uh, we had a question with my French colleague, uh, just asking them, you know, well, okay, this is wonderful. You're creating a lot of new green and social products and it's, this is changing a lot because you have volumes. So when you change one thing, this is huge for the world. Okay, this is fantastic. But you are closing one more a day. You are, your model is not working. And uh, in Europe, the same, actually. All the, all the hyper, hyper markets and supermarkets are closing or are or have... And we lost Gaev. <laughs> he he is such a passionate guy, Dave. Yeah, I know. And you know what is unfortunate, and we should we should reschedule even because he he can't hear us. Right, right. And he's be, be, and, 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 and he's perhaps still, because of our uh, our interesting experiment, maybe might even. be, might be. I'm going to call him back just to say goodbye because we're coming to the end anyway. And I, I definitely want to thank our our listeners for coming along this experimental journey with us because doing this live, Dave, has a whole different element of. Of risk. <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Anyway, and 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 <laughs> we have to look very attentive as well. <laughs> yes, exactly. There's no, there's no, there's uh, no, uh, there's no, no, no. Yeah, and I was told I had a can in the way. And oh, there we go. There we go. And listeners, if if you can't hear us, let us know. Send us a little note. Yeah. Hey, Sorry. Uh, no uh, problem. Is, this is. The, oh, wait a minute. I am on Skype also. Please don't don't leave the call. <laughs> Please don't leave the call. This is Pixelus. <laughs> you are on hold. He, you know, uh, Guyan brings up a good example. Okay, can you hear him? Here? Yeah, we can hear you perfectly. Hey, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. This is the French parkour thing. I think. Uh, well, um, <laughs> okay. So I was just saying, they have to question their brand utility. You know what they are useful to the world and what what they really are uh, for people. I mean, when Coca-Cola is tackling recycling. Um, okay, that's fine. That's wonderful. But nobody asked them to do this. Uh, people are waiting for Coca-Cola to tackle uh, water supplies and, I don't know, obesity and uh, sugar and, well, education on food and uh, quality. I don't know. They, they had to question a lot more than recycling. Recycling is just something they are hiding behind. And uh, a lot of companies are just trying to do a few things just to seem clean, right? And they don't try to tackle the real reason they are useful to the world. A, a, a firm like Nike or Coca-Cola, they have huge resources. They have a lot of money. They are in the whole world. And they could have enormous actions on, uh, I don't know, shipping uh, on on. On water, on on. <laughs> and there, and there he goes. He he keeps getting into these great grooves. I know, <clears throat> but I know. you know he's he's in the most beautiful part of the world right now, right beside a beach in a parking lot on a beach in southern France with beautiful yachts going. In fact, there's a big fire there happening today. I have to. Man, you you are good. You're like right on top of things. I have to ask him about that. Yeah. Um, we'll actually we'll actually have to probably wrap it up because yeah. we've got uh, <laughs> our next. Uh, okay. Yeah, we're gonna try this one more time. And I'm not impressed with the cell networks in, um, in yeah, France. Yeah, my goodness. Maybe maybe the, uh, the the telcos need to become a little bit more B Corp like yes, and actually. Yes, but I mean, what an interesting point he's making about oh, yeah. um, you know targeting the big brands, Coca Cola, and um, you know tackling real issues. And this that's actually a point I wanted to, to ask him about. Hey, Greg. Okay, yeah. And, and, okay, so and, and, I don't know what you got, but... Uh, well, oh, it's good. You, All good. You, we, we were just... The main, the main thing. We were just saying you're getting into a great groove, 
and then boom, you're yeah. gone, and we're a little worried about the the cellular yeah, networks in yeah, France. Yeah. So, I, I think this is this is about uh, you know we are we are preparing something about this uh, just to connect. Do you know that in the last year, fifteen of the of the one hundred major brands in the <laughs> okay, Guillaume, the, 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 this is this is comical. Uh, really, it's, we're, buddy, we're gonna have to call you back on another episode. I think, Dave, what do you think? Hundred percent done. Okay, so we're this. The other fun thing is we're gonna go straight into our next week guest uh, in a, in a couple of moments. So anybody who's on the Facebook Live, stick with us. And in future broadcasts, I'm talking like maybe five weeks away, we'll be doing this straight from the Facebook page for Bowling Point. So we're we're gonna say. So how, yeah, yeah, I'm curious about how that all works. Like that's something that I'll you know this exp- you know so you can rebroadcast. Oh yeah. Oh, the, yeah. the, so we're live right now. We're live then, right and now, then, and then we'll just and we rebroadcast with with this video, unless we really don't like the video. <laughs> Exa- then, then we can then we can post ah, it. Ah, got it. Uh, and okay, so thanks. And any takeaways uh, uh, from? Oh man, well we didn't get into the the meat of it. The t- first takeaway is I want to learn more. Um, you know, yeah, clearly passion. And actually, I think the one the one point that I I found really interesting is is the grouping of all these companies, and it's not really dependent on size. So you can have a lot of influence as a small company as part of the movement, which is just another reason why, you know, vision coaching should be involved. Um, but that that was not lost on me at all. And, um, yeah, and he's a guy I would love to sit down over a glass of wine and, and just get, Which I've done on a number of occasions. I bet, I bet, yeah. Okay, so let, let me – so so that's my – you know, for you, takeaway? Um, well, for me, it's like – okay, one of my takeaways is Goyuma is somebody I see a lot at these really cool events, and we're – we're cut from the same cloth. And this is really our first time for me to really actually understand really what Pixelus is about. Mm. And the fact that he is a leader in France in the using uh, business as a force for good movement. And I think that like, he's doing an amazing job. He's got over 100 employees working in this communications firm. So we need him back on. Mm-hmm. And I just sent him a text. Hopefully he got it all the way in southern France. And I hope he's not close to those big fires because a lot of the... Uh, uh, southern France, like from uh, I think it's Marseille and Cannes, there's a big massive fire happening right now, and all these yachts are at risk, etc. Hopefully, Guillaume, you are not, my friend. So th- thank you, and Dave, we'll see you next week. I've got an amazing, amazing guest lined up. Now, yeah, so you're saying that this is for the benefit of the the actual podcast delivered versus the live because they're going to continue to watch it. Yes, not- I love this. Is hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I, I will walk you through it. Okay. <laughs> All right. I love it. See you later. I'll see you in 30 seconds. 30 seconds. Okay. Thanks for checking out this episode of Boiling Point. Remember to rate and subscribe to us on iTunes and follow us on Twitter at Boiling Point Pod. To see more from Dave Vale, check out leadershipunleashed.ca or visioncoachinginc.com and on Twitter at Dave underscore Vale. And to catch up with Greg, Visit Hemmingshouse.com and at Greg Hemmings on Twitter. Thanks for listening and remember, keep that pot boiling. Hey listeners, I'm Christy. And I'm Melissa. And this is Buried Motives, where we dig deep into the details of some of the most gruesome dirtbag murderers. She said she enjoyed hurting things that can't fight back. And that is a disturbing view into the mind of a murderer in such a dirtbag. 
Yeah, that's not even strong enough words. This is totally a recipe for disaster and not to justify whatever is going to happen, but you can totally understand and see how this would be in the works. If you were only to look at what she did later on and not know any of that history, she would appear like off the wall crazy. Oh, 100% because we're not even close to getting to the end yet. But you can just see this pattern and all this kind of stuff developing in her, which is what we're here for. We're digging deep. Join us each Thursday as we unearth the dirt bags that live among us and the motives buried there. Hope you join us as we exhume the truth. <laughs>